What is up, guys? This is Lauren Calloway with the Mindful Business Life Podcast, coming to you with our Tuesday segment, this Daily Stoic 366 Meditations on Wisdom, Perseverance, and the Art of Living by Ryan Holiday and Stephen Hanselman. Um, I am looking forward to leaning into this, and so just like we do with all the segments we have books on, we read them. So... For February 7th, fear is a self-fulfilling prophecy. Many are harmed by fear itself, and many have come to their own fate while dreading fate. Sensa. Sensia. Uh, only the paranoid survive, Andy Grove, a former CEO of Intel, famously said. It might be true, but we also know that paranoid often destroys themselves quicker and more spectacularly than any enemy. Sensia, with his access and insight into the most powerful elite in Rome, would have seen this dynamic play out quite vividly. Nero, the student who, ex- who succeeded Sensia, tried to curb, kill, not only his own mother and wife, but eventually turned on Sensia, his mentor, too. The combination of power, fear, and mania can be deadly. The leader, convinced that he might be destroyed, acts first and then becomes, and then betrays others first. Afraid that he will not be well-liked, he works so hard to get others to like him, and it has the opposite effect. Convinced of mismanagement, he micromanages and becomes a source of mismanagement. And on and on. The things we fear or dread, we blindly inflict on ourselves. Next time you are afraid of some supposed disseration outcome, remember that if you aren't if you don't control your impulses if you lose your self-control you may be the very source of the disaster you fear it has happened to smarter more powerful more successful people it can happen to us too i i think like for me what comes out the most is like intention right And so, you are what you attract. And so if you, even though we don't think we have, we have like a negative attraction within us, right? There's, and everybody has it, right? There is something that needs work in our interpersonal beings. And that's okay. Like there's nothing wrong. We are all a work in progress. But like anything, anything you put your mind to, and constantly think about then becomes your reality that's why they say 21 days to you know um, change a habit or to make a habit like a regular lifestyle because it's a the consistency that then manifest because you've put the time the effort the energy into that thought that action that plan and it goes so ultimately it goes either way you know you can be a positive manifester and you can be a negative manifester and it really just depends on exactly, you know, kind of 
the intention behind it. You know, if you're, if you want to have power and control and you want to have influence over people, but you're doing it because it makes you look good or because it looks good on your resume or because you think it's going to bring you more opportunities of success to have power control and manipulation, then like it says here in this, you're going to end up being your own demise and people are going to see through you at some point and not want to tolerate that which they see. I think another thing is like the power of self-control with this concept. You know, are you learning to control your thoughts? Are you learning to control your emotions? Because emotions are what fuel us into being those negative things and those positive things, right? If we constantly do something that makes us happy, we're going to constantly do it. But believe it or not, if we do something that makes us unhappy, sometimes we constantly do that. Say, for instance, for myself, there are times where I go on like a binge eat and I'll say to myself, I don't want to do this, but I can't get out of the hole because some sort of emotion is tied to that that indulgement of eating. And then I pull myself back and go, okay, we're going to fast for a day or two, maybe four if I can get there. Because something needs to be reset within me negatively. Whatever needs to be reset, I need to pause so I can like cycle through and get back into a, a positive space. And so like just sitting back and, and learning to pull yourself back when your thoughts or your feelings are going down that negative path. I experienced just this this past weekend where um, there was a leader. And they were leaving. And you could see that they didn't like the other leader. Something was going on dynamically. One felt intimidated by the other. One wanted to lead more. I don't know what was the dynamic. But what ended up happening was this kind of boom in between this healing session for people. And it really made me reflect on that concept of, this person feared the other person and their power. And whether they consciously knew that, subconsciously they were scared and nervous. And instead of saying to the other person, hey, this is, I need more balance in our, our, in our event. Or, hey, um, you know, really leaning into just being a good person and loving the person that's supporting you and whatever you're doing, they let their negative emotions towards this person create a scene in this event. And you have to look back and just be like, man, you know, there were signs and signals. And that's another thing for people who are around these people who are doing this self-sabotaging, this fear-based self-sabotaging, there are always signs and signals and the red flags. And I, um, I definitely had noticed these red flags in the dynamic and, um, it's just really interesting to kind of sit back. I love these reflective moments. I love doing this stuff right now so much because I've, it's allowing me to become so reflective. And it's allowing me to even fix my own thoughts and patterns, right? I am not a very feel for, fearful person. I've almost died a few times. And I think um, when you experience uh, death uh, in some of the ways I have, you learn to not have a fear of things 
maybe a fear of people of letting people in I guess that's kind of where I need to work on and I have been working on because I know it's a fear of mine sometimes um, but ultimately um, you know this fear I don't really have a fear of um, like death or like somebody stealing my shine or I'm not necessarily fearful of letting people in. It's about giving people an opportunity to like show up more than anything. But I'm growing out of that through collaboration. And I think the biggest thing is when you catch yourself in this fearful mindset, projecting fear onto others, it's really important to try to catch yourself and say, you know, why am I doing this? You know, has this person really done anything? Has this situation done anything to create fear within me? Another big thing for me is I'm a I'm an action I'm a very much an actions woman, and so um, I believe in the concept of doing things that make me scared, and experiencing things that are scary or make me fearful because I know that I can strengthen myself when I take a t take a moment to almost put myself in situations that are super uncomfortable. I used to like not like talking in groups, so I started going to more networking events and realized how much it expanded my business. You know, I'm scared of heights, but I'll still go walk, you know, do things in high up places. I used to be a big uh, tree climber, so I even climbed trees. So it's like, you know, lose, do things that help you lose fear. So that way you don't hold fear in your heart when you're in different people's space or when you're in different situations. It's a really great one. So I'm going to close with just the opening quote. Um, many are harmed by fear itself, and many have come to their fate while dreading fate. And I think it's so important to keep in mind that fear feeds fear, and if you can change that mindset once you catch it, that's the best thing you can do. Wishing you a blessed day. Namaste.